It's the Philadelphia band The Districts joining us today. I'm Jeremy Peterson in studio with the band who are on the cusp of releasing their third full-length record, Popular Manipulations, next month. The Districts, welcome. Hello, thank Hello. you. So you're going to play some songs from this new record. What's coming up first? Uh, first one you're going to play, If Before I Wake. Storming in the city, I was suddenly wide awake. Sitting in the darkness, but my eyes they had adjusted. I was on my own, on my own. I still find it scary, letting sure get started by drinking water, might not survive. Would you start to miss me? Would you start to miss me? Or am I all alone? No, I'm just a The District's playing for us in studio today. The new record is called Popular Manipulations. It's out next month on Fat Possum, the band with us here today. Rob Grote on vocals and guitar, Pat Cassidy on guitar and vocals, Connor Jacobus on bass, and Braden Lawrence on drums and vocal. Sounds fantastic, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much. This, this new record, it seems like the early returns are that uh, it represents a leap forward of sorts for you in terms of, uh, in terms of songwriting mm-hmm. and, and a shift to maybe more uh, mature subject matter uh, as a focus is is that fair to say yeah i'd say so yeah i mean after the last record we toured for about like nine months straight and which was like a lot of time to be playing songs just kind of like thinking about what we were doing you know what i mean like thinking about the songs themselves and also kind of like started thinking about what we wanted to do moving forward and stuff and then spent most of the last year writing and recording things there's a lot of probably like 
at least 50 demos we had. Yeah. And then we narrowed it down to 11, so it yeah. was definitely a process. Yeah, definitely growth in there, and uh, we're much more confident in our decisions, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we went through, like, a lot of weird paths, but then, like, s- that last song was just, like, super simple. Yeah. It came together really easily. It wasn't really, like, a struggle to write that Yeah. One. I feel like there were the songs where we were really struggling to hit this mark that we were setting for ourselves that we didn't know what it was, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. And then somewhere along the way, we kind of hit a stride with it. And that's something that's just come with the more shows you've played, the, the longer you've been together and writing songs. I mean, it, Yeah, and it, I think just, uh, I think kind of being more self-critical and mm-hmm, kind of, mm-hmm. I feel like the longer we devote our time to it, the more we really want to make sure it's something we're proud of, not in the sense of, not that we're not proud of anything we did before, but like, I think... We worked a lot harder because it felt more like our work this right. time. You know what I mean? Like sure, our sure, sure. a little more weight to it, I think, for yeah. ourselves than we had put on it before in a certain way. And Definitely. and also just probably that came with probably a bit of a maybe artistic maturity thing happening through the process. You know? Yeah. You guys were in high school when when you formed in two thousand nine, mm-hmm. which I, I love that tidbit. I know it comes <laughs> up a lot, but um, but you're still together. You know, it means a couple of things. Number one. Uh, that the relationships in the band are are, are long standing, yeah. And uh, number two, that this this whole experience has kind of taken place during you know your formative years. Yeah. Uh, yeah how, it's how do you think? Definitely all American coming of age story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I was going to say, is that is that how? I mean, is that something that plays out in the band and, and the work you're doing going forward? I mean, does it play out in in other ways as far as like uh, disagreements or agreements or oh, creatively? Yeah. You know, like like if the band is going to go a certain direction or not. Is, are there ways like, that that plays out? I feel like we're just. I feel like maybe because we have a bit of a hive mind from being yeah. together so long. Pat's the only one who hasn't been around since the beginning, but he's still been around for what three still, years. He's still in the hive mind. He's still in the hive mind. <laughs> he's deeply embedded. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> I think I feel like we all, whatever any of us put on in the van when we're listening to music, we usually all are like, even if it's not like. I don't know. Connor listens to stuff that maybe I don't listen to every day, but I like everything he listens to. So I feel like we're pretty agreeable with what, like, our tastes. So then it doesn't usually cause too much conflict, yeah. I don't think. And I think we judge people's character pretty... I think we have, like, similar, like, idea. Like, we look at the world pretty, really yeah. similarly. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we've known each other for so long. So yeah. it's, like, in in a good way, I guess, when you're spending a lot of time with someone. Yeah. Well, it's a, an American coming-of-age story, as <laughs> yeah. you said. The, the district's in studio with us today. The new record is Popular Manipulations. Let's hear more from it. What's cool. coming up? Uh, we're going to play Violet next. This one's not released yet. Thank you. 
It's more from the district's playing for us in the studio, that new song, Violet, another one from the record, Popular Manipulations. This is your third album, so you've got some experience to compare and contrast with. Mm-hmm. Uh, this recording process, how, how, if at all, did it differ from the first couple of outings? I, I know you worked with John Congleton, yeah. the producer, uh, last time. He's uh, produced for St. Vincent and Future Islands, among others. Did some songs on this one, too, but you guys also uh, did a lot of it on your own. Yeah, I feel like it was... Uh both a combination of the past two processes, but also its own thing as well. Like the the, our, the first thing we ever made was we were young, just kind of learning to record, you know? So it was pretty much self-producing with our friend who was engineering stuff and had like a studio room. Um, and then, yeah, did the last one fully with John, which is an amazing experience. Get along with him really well. We're good friends. And then this time around, we the original plan was to do it with John again because we like each other and like our working process together. So we did a session with him in L.A. for a bit of it. The original goal was to record kind of more than enough, so we recorded 10 songs there, even though four of them made on the record. Mm-hmm. And then we were recording some demos with our friend Keith, who's in a band Pine Barrens in Philly, and we've toured with them and just kind of really good friends and stuff. And And the demos just kind of started to turn out really well. And I think something about the fact that with Keith, who's one of our best friends, both musically and socially. Um, it was very fun and cool to work with, and we had all worked with him on things in other ways before. So, yeah, we just kind of started to be really happy with those, and between that and some scheduling stuff and everything, we just kind of kept going down that path and ended up recording seven songs with Keith, and mm-hmm. it was really fun. It was kind of it was nice to have a bit of a mix of both, and I think that we... Uh, made them fit together pretty well too like they yeah. they mesh well considering they were recorded with different people in different places john mixed them all you've played some high profile gigs but the one i want to ask you about while you're here is is opening up for the rolling stones a couple of years ago mm-hmm. just because i have to ask you what that was like that's weird yeah, really <laughs> Did, was weird. it one of the cases where you actually got to meet the band or was it no, no they, they no, had no, a they... separate backstage <laughs> area with like a bridge to the stage yeah. so they didn't have to walk through the main wow. area and this was and a they, festival in quebec yeah it was like yeah. it was its own show where there was one band before us and then us and we didn't get a sound check and we were told we were gonna get a line check and we started to like line check right beforehand and <laughs> they were like, you have to stop. You can't be making noise. And we were like, we need to figure this out. <laughs> so pretty much the whole set was like sea of so yeah. many people. And I was just trying to like get our monitors to sound good the entire time, like pointing up and down. And so that's, your me- that's your memory. Is the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of like a weird nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It was like after, like the show afterwards was like one of the best nights ever. Yeah, like watching yeah. It was so play. fun was... to watch them. But during the show, it was just like there's so many people like – we do not. This does not make sense for us. <laughs> One of those things that looks good on paper for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Afterwards, yeah. I don't think we, uh, <laughs> I don't think we have any idea how to translate to the that side yeah. stage. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, potential nightmare show experiences, this this next song you're going to play, "Ordinary Day." I mm. want to ask you about the video because it, mm. it's a, it's mm. kind of a haunting video. You, you're you're sort of playing this. Uh, strange, unenergetic venue. Mm-hmm. Going, it seems like you're going through the motions, but the audience is all wearing white masks and, yeah. dr- and drinking milk and just kind of sitting there. Yeah. You ever had a, a show experience based on a real experience? or Not based on a show experience. <laughs> That's good. That's I good. I'm glad to hear that. Definitely the ideas of going through the motions and also like the faces were like supposed to be a weird kind of alienation thing. Um, so there's that element. We've had some weird shows, though. Yeah. But then I feel like that's usually more in our heads because I feel like the people we, that we talk to afterwards or something seem to have had a good time. But right. sometimes 
certain or like certain towns I feel like will have a very different response to music where like yeah. what like their idea of showing their appreciation is very different than another place, you know what I mean? So, yeah, just like very silent. Like when you finish a song and like they don't really clap. It's like did they know the song's over or like <laughs> Well, I feel like Denver is a, is a, a town of very effusive audiences, yeah, so uh, yeah. you're going to close out with one more from yeah. the new record, that uh, song we mentioned. The Ordinary Day. It's the Districts in Studio.
That's the last of our set from the district's morning music ordinary day, one we've been hearing on the air over the past few weeks. Their new record is called Popular Manipulations. Thanks, guys, for being here. Thank you very much. Nice having us.